Hello and welcome to the MetaHealing.me podcast. This episode is about the different aspects of the inner child. Everything has a dark side and a light side. There's always a shadow and a light to every single thing, even yourself. And in the different aspects that each human being has within themselves, one of them is the inner child. And on one side of the inner child, there is the divine the divine child. And then on the opposite side, the shadow side, we have the wounded inner child. I'm sharing about how we can heal the inner child so that we can have more joy within ourselves. And honestly, I believe this is what has helped me to become a better parent and enjoy parenting more. So let's do it. What is up, you beautiful human being? This podcast is designed to create a safe space to talk about trauma because trauma is one of those things that we get shamed on sometimes and we don't want to share with anybody and we internalize it and when you internalize pain and don't process through and out of it then it's going to stick with you in your dna forever so this is metahealing.me and i am your podcast host rachel hunter i'm sharing real life experiences and also feedback on what you can do to have peace right now When it comes to the inner child, knowing who they are, he or she, and having that clear connection. Growing up, I, in my opinion, was considered the weird kid. I did things for attention and I did this because I got lost. Being one of six kids, I found it very difficult for my voice to be heard over the commotion. And if you don't know my family tree, I am number five out of six. I'm the youngest girl. And falling in that line, I was the smallest, the youngest, and I just, I got overlooked very often because I wasn't loud. Everybody would be talking and talking and talking, and I'd say something, and nobody would look at me, and nobody would see me, and it hurt. <laughs> And over time, the more I would be in a room with people, I just stopped speaking up. I stopped talking because I knew I wouldn't be heard anyways. What's the point of talking if you're not going to be heard? And so because of that, I lost my voice. I I really became shy when I was a kid. And this is one of the most prominent things that people remark on my transformation is when I was growing up, I was a kid, like I was incredibly shy and they say Rachel gosh you speak so much no you have so much to say and it's like you're a completely different person and I, I feel that because I remember that that shy little girl and how she didn't want to be seen or heard anymore and because she didn't want to be seen and heard she just basically closed up she was just walking around hanging out in her head and not really interacting and enjoying. And as I grew up and got into adolescence, I just, I I craved so much to be loved, seen, and heard. Like I, I literally was crying on the inside and screaming to be seen, to be important, to be appreciated. And that caused me to, oof, I think some would call some would call it acting out. However, I was very different. So when I was about uh, let's say twelve or thirteen, I 
<laughs> gosh, I would wear these tights. I had several pairs of these striped tights. I had like orange and black and blue and black. I had white and black. These just really striped tights. And I loved them. I loved them so much. I would wear them all the time. <laughs> I'd wear them so often. I got them at Hot Topic, if you know the store. So I would wear these tights because it made pe people notice me. Whenever I would either wear funny clothes or anything different, just anything different, I, however I could differentiate myself, I would. And so by dressing differently, people would look at me and I loved it. I love when people would notice me because my family didn't notice me because I was just in the corner. I was hiding because I didn't want to be seen anymore. So I would just run away and hide where I would sit there quietly. And so as I was getting into adolescence and peer pressure and friends, it just, it caused me to really overdo it. I, gosh, when I think about <laughs> the stuff that I've done for attention, I'm like, oh man. And I'm really going to share some of this stuff. So you may or may not know if you knew me during this period of time, you may have not known some of the things that were going on in my home life. And if you aren't aware of some of these things, you can go and listen to some of my other episodes. The early story is one of them or the trauma series is one of them as well. However, when I was in my adolescence, I was learning to express myself. I would pretend I was a starfish on a wall. I would I would literally run up to the wall and throw my arms and my legs up as close as I could and like sandwich myself up on the wall and be like, I'm invisible. <laughs> and so I would make a spectacle out of myself because people would laugh. It was funny and they would look at me and even if it was like looking at me as if I was the strangest person in the world, I still loved it because they were looking at me, period. And so that was my wounded inner child. Even when you are a child, you can still have a wounded inner child because that that part of the inner child that doesn't feel love seen and heard it can even make a child that is a child feel like they have a wounded inner child and because i was exposed to so many different spectacles at a young age my inner child got wounded very early on and it's been a really really long process bringing her back to life and um, in my journaling mastery program, I, I go into the aspects and I go into the inner child and I share how we can communicate and connect with your inner child. And one of those way, ways is through scripting and through journaling. And in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I really invested into my self-healing in a way that I never have before. And one of those ways was working with an energetic healer. And we did inner child healings together. I mean, like dozens, I would say dozens. We did these inner child healings and I became aware of my wounded inner child. I don't think humans, in fact, I know humans don't want to believe that there's something wrong with them. Humans don't want to believe that they have room for growth because it means they are flawed. It means they have a fault. Humans had this idea in their mind that they're perfect and they, they can do no harm and that there's, they're just, they're, there's something wrong with them and it's simply not true. 
So I had to acknowledge, number one, that I, I had trauma to heal. I, I had to acknowledge that my inner child had been wounded from different experiences in the past. And by acknowledging first that you have these aspects and areas of your life that need to have a light shined on them. Part of my mission and my movement is teaching other humans that it's safe to feel. And that when you feel, then you can truly heal. We are in the day and age that we are exposed to instant gratification. We are in a new era that we can snap our fingers and basically get anything that we desire. And because of that, it has led to overconsumption of media. We have our cell phone at our fingertips. We can instantly just check out whenever. We have streaming on every single device. There's social media we have even even other ways of numbing out is is alcohol like it's so easy to get a drink these days and it's a super common way for people to just check out and numb out and so part of my mission is to help people to have healthier ways to process their emotions and their feelings so that they can truly heal because i have a mission and a vision that i honestly believe that if more people heal their past experiences, if they go on a self-healing journey, then they will find inner peace. And if each person has inner peace individually, then we will have world peace. I truly believe this. And so going on this self-healing journey and doing these inner child healings, I have been able to let go a lot of the shit that has made me sick over the years. I believe, and science has proven this, that Trauma gets stored in the body. It gets stored in your DNA and it is also passed down from generations. So not only are we dealing with generational trauma, we are dealing with personal trauma as well. And whenever you get into a habit, like you, let's call it the American dream, right? You go to school, you get good grades, you go to college, you get a degree. You get married, you have kids, you get the house, you get the car, and you go on vacation. Right? That's that's what the American dream is to live a life like that. Whenever you get into this cycle, this pattern, this habit, it pulls you away from you. By doing the external things with college and kids and family and, and all these things that distract us, it takes us away from us. It pulls us out of us as a human being. And it distracts us from the real purpose, which is you. When I started to go on my self-healing journey, like I was obsessed with finding my purpose. I, my whole life, I, I I felt lost. I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I wasn't a part of anything special. I felt like I, I, I really had, had no purpose or identity. I didn't know who I was. And I didn't know who I was because I hadn't gone on my journey. I hadn't committed to myself. And I was struggling with my purpose, just searching for it and searching for it. And through healing my inner child, I found my purpose. I found it and it found me. We found each other. And I'm so grateful that I, I dug through the shit because honestly, healing is hard. There's nothing easy about it. It is work. It takes consistency that you show up. It takes dedication and commitment. It is work. And... By committing to that process and truly saying, hey, Rachel, let's let's heal this shit once and for all so that we can be free, 
so that we don't have to feel like we are holding ourselves back, that we can reach our full potential. Because when you are choosing to not go on a self-healing journey, you're basically ignoring your full potential. You're settling for what you have been and where you are now. And even though you're amazing right now, I know you are so amazing. You have so much to offer. However, it's hidden. It's deeply hidden because it's underneath all the bullshit. It's underneath all the stories that we've been telling ourselves, the habits that we've learned to cope and to survive and get by. It's all of these things that work together. And going on this self-healing journey and allowing my inner child to come forward, allowing her to feel loved, seen, and heard by me first, it has allowed me to cultivate more beautiful things than I can ever imagine. Never in my life, ever, have I imagined that I would be where I am now. Ever. The amount of self-loyalty and love that I have for myself, the dedication and trust that I have for Rachel is just unbelievable. And it's something that I have a desire for everybody to experience. I want everybody to have the, the body confidence that they don't have to feel shame and guilt around their body, that they have a true amount of love for their body, true amount of unconditional love for all of them, allowing themselves to take up space, to open your arms up wide and fully take up the space around you versus keeping your arms next to your side or crossing them over your chest versus you feeling like you only have a small parameter, a very small bubble that you're operating in. I want people to feel like they have the power to absorb the energy around them because you do. And that's what comes from a self-healing journey. You feel the passion. You feel the excitement, the curiosity, the mystery of life. For the first time, I don't feel scared. I don't fear. Fear is something that has completely and nearly almost dissipated from my being because I have healed my inner child. Because my wounded child is now a divine child. And that's the result. When you go on this self-healing journey and you implement strategies and tools through healing that inner child, they then become the divine child. That magical, that whimsical, that fun, the spontaneous, the, the new, the joy. If you've ever observed a child, everything is new. Every experience is better than the last. It's more exciting than the last. I love watching my kids be because they are so free. <laughs> they, they don't care. They're simply them without fear. They haven't been sullied by the world. They haven't been disappointed. They haven't been let down. They haven't been hurt or wounded or traumatized. And if they do get their feelings hurt, I am so grateful that I have the tools necessary to help them process through it in a healthy way. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not for me anymore. It's for you. It's for your kids. It's for my kids and their kids. It's for my great-grandchildren. That's why we heal. We heal for the future generations. We heal for the collective. We heal for the world. We heal for our community.
So whatever experiences that you have had in your life, I'm sorry that you had to go through it. It doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it okay. Whoever hurt you, whoever let you down, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Today's a new day and you are a new person and you have the power to change your mind. You have the power to move differently. You have the power to choose a new path. It is available to you. And if you don't know where to start, send me a message. Find me on Facebook. I am no longer on Instagram at this time. <laughs> I have another episode coming out soon about that whole scenario and that story. However, you get to move differently. And if, you look, if you're looking for a guide, I can be it for you. Or you can find somebody else. I don't care. Just find somebody to help you. Because when you go at it alone, it feels more challenging. You feel more of the weight. You stay in more of the darkness. That's why having a, a coach or a healing journey coach or a mentor, whatever you want to call it, that's why having somebody in your corner that has done it before to guide you because they know what to expect and they can prepare you for the moments that you're going to face. Because once you dig into that darkness, you're going to feel dark. And allowing yourself to stay in the darkness versus processing through and out of it in a healthy way is going to lead to more depression, more anxiety. There is a method to healing. There is a method to healing. If you have any questions, again, send me a message. Please put it in the comments. I don't care. Just get it out there. Start the process. Please. The collective is depending on you with your personal responsibility to step up to the plate and do the healing, it is, it's crucial. It's crucial that you take the personal responsibility because our world literally depends on it. World peace depends on you finding your inner peace. And even though you may have an amazing life right now, I know it. I know your life's amazing. However, what about when it's not? What about when you are saying mean things to yourself? What about when you have those fears? What about when you remember those past experiences and you feel like shit all over again? There is a way to heal these triggers so that when they come up, you can rebound faster and navigate out of it quicker. I love you so much. I believe in you. I know you're going to get there. It's just a matter of when. I am so happy that you hung out with me today and I hope that you were able to extract a million dollar lesson from this podcast. If you ever have any questions, please send me a message on Facebook. I'm going to link below the journaling mastery online course that you can use to assist you with your journaling. And if you are a business professional and looking for work-life balance and inner peace, check out our sister company, peacecollective.me. We share more tools on how you're able to bring in that ease and flow into life and assist you and support you along your journey. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon.